0: The NBA season is heating up, and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Monday to everybody listening.
1: Why would you say happy Monday?
0: Every Monday is happy. Sports Cards Nonsense Monday afternoon edition. Me and Jesse just got back in town last night. And we're up at the Wisconsin Dells. Huge card show. Had a lot of fun. Yep. We're going to recap that. We're going to talk some NBA Hall of Fame stuff for this weekend and a September class. We're going to talk a little NBA playoffs. going to be a lot of card show talk, though, just kind of reviewing what we were doing. We don't have a guest on, so we're not planning on doing a ton of sports deep dive crap. We're going to mostly focus on the card side of things today. A couple straight cash homies. Let's get right into it. The day after vacation might it's be the hot. worst day it's on rough. the <laughs> It is brutal. I
1: don't know why you didn't just take my... I threw out the Jesse offer. Jesse texted offer. me 30 minutes ago. Let's so why don't cancel. We
0: just, yeah, I thought about it. Here's what I didn't tell you. So I already had a rough night. Yeah. Uh, this No joke, by the way. So Brady the, dog, Brady, the oldest dog, has been sick again. We haven't talked since yesterday, so you don't know this yet.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we put him in the crate to sleep. 1.30, starts barking like a maniac. Which is funny. He don't usually bark at night. 1.30 a.m. 1.30 a.m. Take him outside. Let's just call it explosive. We don't have to use any other terminology than that. Oh, my gosh. Then I get him back in the house. I realize the cage is a mess. Clean it up. Go back to bed. Wash all the cushions, whatever. Hannah called me this morning. and She's like, I need you downstairs now. Wake up call. We went ahead and washed the curtains. Went ahead and had... I'm not kidding. Had to wash the curtains. Had to scrub the walls. Had to take the cage and everything outside. The plastic tray under the cage.
1: Dude you oh, just God.
0: horrendously sick. So it was a nice little, how are you? Nice little welcome back to Welcome
1: Arizona. home. Should we yeah. go back to Wisconsin? All no. of our troubles, they just faded away.
0: All right, so your first card show, give me your thoughts. How was the overall experience?
1: Okay, so first off, my experience was a little tainted before we left because uh, honestly, after Simmons came on, I was just expecting there was going to be a lot of guys, bellies hanging out of the shirt, uh, nothing but fried food, sure. uh, bathrooms, horrendous. None and of that was true. Wouldn't you know it? Not a single thing was true. That, that was that place. I mean, granted this is my first one I've been to.
0: That's the cleanest. If venue they're I've all ever seen. like that.
1: Yeah. I, I would say it's the nicest. It's one of the nicer can like conferences, conventions, whatever you want to call it that I've ever been to of anything. um very nice very well put together so
0: we stay at the kalahari resort which is where so grant and tim are the guys who put the show on they took care of us walked in they had passes ready for us he actually sent me the numbers over today too which was cool uh, of attendees um it was i think they're doing that show again in august if i'm not mistaken you get the dallas card show coming up either next week or the week after which will be even bigger than this one Uh, nationals coming up at the end of july a bunch of stuff in between Uh, It was a busy show. He said they think about 3,000 attendees because they didn't charge for kids, so they didn't keep track of there. And there were actually a ton of kids. That was one of my things I noticed. There were a ton of kids there.
1: Yep. As far as what was selling.
0: A lot of girls
1: there, too. I'm going to be honest. More girls than what I was expecting.
0: A a couple things I was expecting to see more of and didn't see any. Did you see any UFC Prism cards?
1: Oh, that's a good point. I don't think I saw... I saw saw WWE cards. I saw Marvel cards. I saw Pokemon. I saw everything. I don't think I really saw many UFC UFC cards. And then
0: soccer, I feel like Some. if I saw soccer, it was a whole table of it, but it wasn't like sprinkled in. Like it was like a separate type of collector to it. Yes,
1: it. yeah, oh yeah, that was like kind of a niche thing. But I mean, it was there, you could find it.
0: A lot of guys buying and selling. Um, you could tell too, it was a good, Here's here's one positive takeaway. I know nowadays, I think we all take for granted, like everybody's on social and everybody's using eBay and auction houses. There was such a massive amount of people there. Like, because we tried to talk, to, we talked to, I don't know, it had to be at least a thousand people, more than that, probably. We talked to people the whole time we were there. And we yeah. met a few hundred guys from the show, which was awesome. That oh, was a yeah. highlight for me. Everybody but was, came
1: up and said, Hey,
0: yeah, just walk you know, around. Thank you.
1: That was awesome. Yep.
0: You didn't get shirts because we only had like five <laughs> with us.
1: It's hey, been- guess what? Guess what, Mike? Got a notification. They're being delivered today. So
0: we have like 150 more shirts coming in. We're just going to be throwing those at people at Chicago. Not even sports fans, just throwing them at yeah.
1: people. Just we don't um, like your face. Take that.
0: So many people up there, though, were like, oh, it was great to have a show. We now have a place to sell our stuff. Like, I I guess I take for granted how many people in this hobby don't use the internet for and are just like, no, I don't care about, I don't, I'm not on Facebook for card groups. I yep. just, I buy and sell at shops and at shows. Mm-hmm. So that was a positive sign to me. Uh, most... Uh, a number of vendors we talked to probably 8 to 10 guys who said the same thing their dollar to $10 boxes were getting just destroyed yeah. guys just coming through picking out pulling out 30 40 50 car, like stacks of like low end stuff and pulling them yep i would say football and now this be, may be a little bit more regional cuz it was it was a huge a very heavy population from you know the the wisconsin area so obviously green bay there was a massive amount of people buying football non quarterback football like, guys who just want to get their favorite running back, favorite quarter, uh, favorite receiver, defensive guys. I feel like it was a lot of PC buying, which is good for the hobby. Guys buying PC cards aren't buying them to just turn around and flip them. So those cards are coming out of circulation. Um, that was a good sign to me.
1: A lot of people there, wouldn't you say, were local people. Like, it wasn't a lot Madison. of out-of-town people. Yeah, which In, makes sense. We I talked say- to some guys. It was basically because they didn't really have card shops around there. And this is the first one of these, isn't it? Like, they... They don't usually do these card shows up there.
0: First big one up there, yeah. So Brewtown, I didn't get a chance to talk to them at all. Uh, my buddy Jeff Shelton is a local guy and speaks highly of them. They were very busy. They're not in Milwaukee, though. Somebody, I think they're like 30 minutes outside of Wisconsin, either outside of Milwaukee or outside of Madison. Not right in the major downtown city, though. That's a good sign of growth to me. The fact that there are this many people involved in the hobby, that yeah. know, you would never know any of these people, because they're not, uh, not everybody. So, of course, there are plenty of people up there who are all over social. There were a lot of guys who were like, no, we just do this locally. So there's a huge chunk of the market there. Um, I did see a lot of new people coming in. Like if you saw guys who would come up and ask, you, hey, are you buying? There was, this, there was definitely a wave of people who you could tell got in the last four months and their values have dropped and they were panic selling. That has definitely contributed to the dip right now. Because I'm sure those people, if they were smart enough to get in and buy during that hype, or not smart enough, but if they were with it enough to do that, It means they're on social, they're seeing the hype, they're seeing all these spikes and that's why they bought in. It also means these are the same guys listing stuff on eBay.
1: I don't blame them,
0: but there was a lot of that. Like guys who just thought anything I buy is going up no matter what, so they bought the past few months.
1: And to comment on like, I saw a couple of guys or a number of people commenting on the Facebook group about how they've been to some card shows and they think like it's a huge dip in that area. I will say at this card show, granted, I don't know how much was sold and how much was bought if it was over on the uh, buying and under on the selling. But I will say this, the amount of people that were there having a good time trading, buying, didn't seem to uh, really compare with what the guys were saying in the Facebook group as far as like seeming like there were less people, seeming like there's less interest. I agree. And I don't know if that's just because they, they don't have cart shows as often up there. But yeah, for a in first my time show, it yeah, and didn't for a first like
0: time show in Wisconsin which is not exactly the easiest place to get to especially if you' fly into the wrong state I just thought I just think that's a good site Dallas is a is a wicked big show and way they have bigger them all this, the time and they have them all they're quarterly now the nationals are on that's been confirmed that's going to be a massive thing mm-hmm. there were some guys there panicking you know and selling off but there were a lot of guys there doing what I was doing buying the dip you know, I, I just I bought some nice LeBron stuff. I bought some Lucas. Stuff, I bought well, not Luke. I bought some Jokic, some Giannis. All that stuff that you would say is now in a dip. I think there were a lot of guys doing the same thing. A couple guys mentioned specifically like, yeah, guys have been asking about Giannis. Yeah, because he was two, three times higher at his peak last year or even just a few months ago. Why mm-hmm. not buy him? I think there's still a lot of money in this. So I'm not saying that the dip is over by any means. But There's a lot of guys here. Well, there's um, a dip
1: in a lot of things going on right now. Yeah, I mean, some have
0: called you. a. Di- OK, that's why would, moving along. Who said that? No, what was that? I do have to tell the group too, just for oh non card content. Oh no. We got in, what time did we land? Six or seven? It's uh, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. First of all, we had to take a terminal. A bus, I mean, to get to the rent a car place. There was a line it had to be <laughs> four or five hundred people. We walked outside and we cut off half that line. Well when you're with when you're with a man we're... like Jesse, he kinda does this thing where he's pointing around, like, which way do we go? And oh, I'm just gonna stand here. Oh, I just gotta check my watchers.
1: I didn't cut. It was there was a It's little... fine. It was a gap. Well,
0: then we finally got to the rental car place. And Jesse's like, it's great. You just go in and pick whatever you want. There were two cars there. So we picked a Nissan Rogue. You fit. It was not it was the most spacious s- car. Snug. It was, it was a
1: <laughs> snug medium. <laughs> two and, hour, two and a half
0: hour ride to the hotel, which was fine. It was actually not a bad ride. Jesse's choice in music. Okay. Putrid. And then we listened to some comedians. I made it through almost an entire city without <laughs> laughing once, which I was proud of. I pride myself on being smug. That was on display. And we finally got there, went out to dinner, ate with cheese curds, highlighted oh, the trip
1: for me. Cheese curds. Cheese curds. I mean, were here's fantastic. the thing. they they honestly do have better cheese curds than Culver's. It was the best cheese curd I've ever had. It, I hope you're happy, all you people who said eat the cheese curds.
0: Throughout the night, I realized just how loud Jesse snores. So <laughs> okay. I got up I got up at six AM the next morning and went went down to the desk. Had to get a second room. I, I didn't mind paying for the first room. Sure. Went ahead and paid for that second room. So $600 more. Got my own room. Bam. Having said that.
1: Listen, did we or did we not have a great time? Had a great time. So we stayed I at mean, the
0: place, got to walk back and forth. I digress. Back to card show talk. <laughs> um, SGC, you mentioned this too, and so did a lot of, like some of the vendors, and I thought the same thing. It was so oh, many the amount SGC, of it. The amount of SGC. Yeah. And then this shows you too, the disconnect between the Facebook and the social world and the real world. On Facebook, all I ever hear is, "Well, I would never grade anything with SGC because I can never sell it." I tell you what, there was plenty of SGC slabs moving at the card show.
1: Oh, I got me some SGC.
0: You got some trading done. SGC slabs coming back. You got that? Is it a Tatis you have now?
1: Yep. Yep. Oh, go ahead and give people
0: hit hit the highlights. You know what? Let me talk
1: about the trade.
0: The Facebook (laughs) trade.
1: (laughs) Okay, so guys, let's talk about how my goal was to go in with a Phil Mickelson PSA nine and trade it. Traded up. You so 50. it cost me yeah, $50 to $60. So when I bought it, which is wasn't long ago, it was $50 to $60. I thought that was what it still was. Sure. Um, you know, and a lot of people would check that value. I like to believe in myself. Some people in- call it comps. <laughs> yep, they would. So I believed in myself and said it's still a $60 car. First mistake. Went up to a gentleman who uh had a $70. Beau Bichette card. and I said, good sir, what would you do to trade me for this? And he said, nah, I'm not interested. So automatically my my thoughts are reaffirmed. oh yeah, this is this must be a 60 dollar card. That's why he's not going to trade. I let him know kind of the deal, listen. The goal is we're trying to trade this up. We're going to talk it up. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of He's name like, dropping, okay. too. Jesse oh, did God. a lot of name dropping. Oh, Bill good? Simmons, The Ringer, Richard Podcast, Simmons. Spotify. Sure. If it if it had a corporate sponsor, Show I'd named it. Um, Show ponies. Cheese curds. Ultimately, the guy said, okay, yeah, let's do it. Nobody bothering to look up values on either card. He knew his so, value, but he was doing oh, it as a favor to you. Oh, he absolutely part. knew his, yeah. I'm just saying he didn't look up my card value. I didn't look up his so, uh, turns out that was a $120 card. The, Phil uh, is now Phil 120. Mikkelson. Yep. Phil Mickelson's 120. The Boba was listed for 70. It's going for about 60. So, right off the bat, just the roller coaster ride, it was a straight, just a straight downhill. Um, so it was a bad first trade, some would say. Others would say a great opportunity to come back up, a learning experience, learning experience. So, what happened next? Beau Bichette, that us. turned into a Ja Morant and a Tua card. Raw uh, cards. These are raw cards, yeah. 70, um, 80-ish. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, got over to an Otani. SGC uh, 10. Uh, SGC Otani 10. Update paper. That one was going for, I think they said it was about 95 They were a little um, high, we discovered. That, yeah. Somebody
0: else not checking comps. Exactly. Not going to say were, who it is. And again,
1: the they were a friend, friend of the show. They the were show. trying to help right. out. Uh, not a $95 card. Um, but so actually ended up kind of taking, going back down a little bit on that one. Um, but traded to a King Griffey. Uh, PSA seven, his rookie card, Upper deck. and yep. that one then got traded to the Tatis PSA ten, uh, which is about a ninety-five to hundred dollar card. But that Tatis has been up to a hundred and thirty. So at the end of the day,
0: when that Tatis rebounds in a week or two, oh baby, or a couple weeks, your fifty dollar fill is going to be worth almost three times the amount of money.
1: I mean, look at that, guys. It can be done. It can be. Some done. would
0: argue you could have done nothing with the fill. and
1: <laughs> You know what? We're not going to worry about some that. Some could say you did nothing at all, but I'm not going to say that. But some so might.
0: F- for my buying, I mean, most people saw the buy. We tried to document it for the most part. I was on the lookout. F- so, buying to flip, I was really trying to find some Tua stuff and some basketball. i really tried to buy as many straight cash homies as I could. So, I bought two uh, 2017, which is, hey, by the way, we're mixing in a straight cash homies today. We're not doing a full segment on it because I don't want to do anything. No,
1: let's not. Let's One of the straight cash want.
0: homies from a while ago was Aaron Judge 2017 Tops Paper. When he's catching the ball, those PSA 10s, I mean, for a while were 200 bucks. They had come way down to, I bought two for 90 bucks each. Those are doing uh, last night as, as even as uh, soon as last night, 115 to 120 bucks they were selling for. So I'm already ahead on those. I think for 120 bucks, they're still a great buy. I think if I'm not mistaken, Judge has 12 home runs this season. Yankees are right near the top of that division. Still, he's cranking. If he's healthy and they're playoff relevant, the, uh, the further the season goes on. I don't see how those cards don't eclipse 200 bucks. So I would still go out and buy the 2017 Judge for 120 or less PSA 10s. I think it's a good buy. I was able to find a couple of those. I found Bellinger's for 110 bucks. That was our straight cash homie buy at 180 in the past. He's been injured a bunch since then. If you can find those, same, almost the same range, 120 or less, I would buy those too. He's coming back in a few weeks. You know, the Dodgers are going to be there at the end of the season. I think those eclipse 200 bucks. Um, I, I think both those are good buys. Tua was my other guy, so I bought four Tua Prism base, just raw base. They all look pretty good for thirty bucks.
1: Why don't you tell us about the? Oh, that's not that deal. I'm that wasn't about that other deal. deal. Tell us the, about that deal when we get to it.
0: Okay, so there was that deal. Uh, I was able to trade some crap basketball. I had nothing into for that Griffey booklet from uh, National Treasures, mm-hmm. which I figured was three to three fifty. I was happy with that one. Uh, the first big tra- big sale I made, which I forgot the dude's name, tall bald guy, very nice got a Tim Duncan Tops Chrome PSA 10, got a Joker Prism PSA 10, and the Giannis Hoops Redback Rookie PSA 10.
1: That's like Frankenstein or something, right? Like, no, no, cause... that was the guy
0: next to us. This was a different guy.
1: Oh, okay.
0: No beard on this guy. No um, beardy. So I bought those all for $3,800, and my reasoning was this, Duncan had hit $5,000. The fact that I, I basically got that for seventeen dollars to $1,800 in the deal, I think is a steal. And obviously, he just went to the Hall of Fame this weekend. People have already... It's funny, we put up the mailbag question today. People are like, where's the Hall of Fame bump? Well, the Hall of Fame happened like 20 hours ago. We're going to recap. Indy has been pulling numbers from before, and he's going to pull numbers starting today till Thursday. So on Thursday's show, we're going to talk about Duncan, Garnett, and Kobe and what their values have done with that. And I'm also going to have him look up Weber, because Weber just go. we're going to talk about all these guys in a minute. But I think Duncan is still, there's going to be, yes, he's in a dip. I think that card is going to be well over 2000 bucks in the next month or two months, I think. Um, so I got that. The Joker basically paid $1,300 for. I was happy to do it. For $1,300, I just think, especially with their matchup now, I forget who they play in first round. Portland, maybe? Uh, I think Denver's winning a round or two. We're going to go through the rounds too and give them our pickums. That's why people are really listening. Mm -hmm. Who do these guys think is going to win a series? Um, So I like Joker. And Giannis, I am all about some Giannis now, especially since they're going to avoid the heat in the first round, I think. Is that right? Giannis is
1: playing. Bucks are playing Knicks no like.
0: the Bucks. the three plays the six the bucks are playing the heat that's not good oh for that. never mind uh yeah. even still Giannis stuff so i basically paid 700 bucks for the redback and then i got a base hoops psa 10 of Giannis for 700 those were both well over a thousand bucks during the bubble i was happy with that um then i got two triples which i was pumped about the the first triple was the 0809 sp game used triple auto so it was uh garnett lebron and the Jordan. big one that's number 25 one. um I got that from the kid who was set up with Sasha, the big YouTube dude. Here's the deal. I, I don't mind. that He was a younger kid. I thought it was funny, though. The guy's like, he was like asking $26,000, which I knew was way high. Uh, I ended up paying twenty two dollars cash, which I, I fully expected was a little bit above market. I just didn't care. I had actually seen this card months ago. A guy named Christian tried to sell me this card for seventeen five. dollars The card and pictures, talk about being in a show making a difference. I remember looking at that card and being like, I wouldn't pay fifteen dollars for this. I saw this it's card cool at the card. table and I didn't even make the connection at the table. We ran into Christian later. He reminded me. When I saw the card in person, it's sticker autos. Sticker autos and pictures sometimes look like garbage. In person, I couldn't even tell it was stickers. Clean signature. It was a nine, five, ten grade. I was happy to pay 22. But one thing I loved, the kid was like, well, I got 25 into it. He paid like 18 for it, which is fine. I, I thought it was cool. Like he kind of like good for him you made a few thousand bucks like All we right.
1: know he paid 18 we talked to the guys who sold yeah card, which is
0: so. you know what my hat's off to i don't even care i was gonna pay 20 i don't care if he paid a dollar for the card i was happy at 22 cash that's a card i'm gonna hold unless i can trade up for a griffey that was my biggest purchase the only other like big purchase which was a straight cash homie and i looked back i think we had called this card between thirty five hundred and four thousand at the time of course this was back in january february when things were hotter I love this card right now. I would buy another one right now. Put it this way, because I think it's such a good buy. 2003 Flair Tradition. It's uh, LeBron, Carmelo, and Wade. It's a it's a triple horizontal rookie, uh, graded a nine five. Mine's a minimum gem, so it has one nine sub, three nine fives. I paid thirty three hundred cash. I was thrilled. I would have paid thirty five. Kid had it at four thousand, which isn't unfair. The average price is about thirty eight. I think that's a great card. Again, those triples with three surefire Hall of Famers.
1: I think that Happy. card is really cool. It's the only the only weird thing is like how LeBron is like half a head shorter because it's funny to fit the logo yeah. in that <laughs> corner. Is, I don't funny. understand like why they did that. Yep. Um, All right, last
0: quick thing about the show though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, that wasn't the oh. only
1: you you forgot a Tua. You forgot one oh, of the Tua yes, you this, got.
0: So this was actually kind of funny. So Very I went up to cool. a guy. He had two Tua mosaic PSA 10s. One was the green and one was the retro uh reactive gold. They both average like 260 to 270. Here's a reason too why sometimes you just gotta. Now, if everything on the table is overpriced and the guy's firm, you move on quick. With this guy, I looked, he's like, you know, I said, how much are they? They were both listed at $325. So I thought, this is nuts. He says, well, you know, I'd take an offer. I just try to be frank with people. We didn't record the negotiation as, as well as we could have. I, I didn't think to do it. This we a need mic. a better
1: mic next time. Yeah, we need a microphone mic to re- pick them up.
0: Yeah, so at Nationals, we'll do this. But like, there's an example where. If he had said, I'm pretty firm, I would have just, I'm not even making a counteroffer. I'm not wasting my time. When he said, make an offer, I said, I'd be at 450 for two. Like 225 is a little less than 10% under comps, excuse me, which is comps minus 10%. And then, and even then some. So he said, no, originally. Then I picked up the Giannis. He was at 700 on the Giannis base. I wanted to be at 620. They averaged seven to 725. I was like, you know, I'd pay 6, 625. And then he's like, I wouldn't do either one of those deals, but I'll do them all together. So I end up paying 1070 for two Tua's, which are probably 550 ish, and the Giannis, which is seven. I was pretty happy. I mean, it yeah. just shows you that some guys, like, the, and this was at the end of the day, Saturday. A lot of guys were not setting up all day Sunday, if at all. Yep. Sometimes you got to just take your shot. Like, I, I, you don't have to insult people with crazy pricing. And if you see that they're firm, I don't waste my time being like, well, this is con- I'm not going to reason with a guy. This guy was super reasonable, and for yeah. a thousand bucks, he moved three cards, cash done. I mean, I.
1: I, I thought those guys were very cool. I, but I do think that a lot of it comes down to, like, if you can confuse these guys enough to where they start making deals that they might not have. Because I it didn't make any sense. It still doesn't make sense how, like, all of a sudden these deal, like, they wouldn't take the other deal, but you add in another card and it's essentially cheaper than it would have been. So, I don't know. It, I think that sometimes the guys are just like, you know, I'm trying to get the what I can, and good for them. They should. Sure. They're trying to get as much as they can, but, you know, you start throwing in other cards, maybe it gets a little confusing. I don't know. And that's why, too, a general principle, if you've got a guy who's at least reasonable, like, I think he
0: would have taken 500 for the two, which was probably not a bad deal. But my thing there was perfect. And You notice, leave the cards out of the case. When dudes take cards out of a case, leave them out. It's like yeah. if they're on the table, and another thing I do, which is just, honestly, I think it's a bigger deal than it is probably, I start counting the cash. Like yeah, I'd pay five
1: because I want to see was, that cash walk away.
0: Yeah, and he's reasonable in the two is. I was like, man, he's not uh, out of whack at seven hundred in the Giannis. Start putting stuff together. If we had more time, I probably would have spent another thirty minutes at the table and spent another couple thousand because you can really start building up some momentum, and all of a sudden the guy's going to make you a five thousand dollars deal and six thousand dollars worth of cards. Yep. Like I didn't feel like I was fleecing anybody at sixty or seventy percent comps, but at eighty five percent comps with with stuff I think has big upside in the near future. I'm fine paying that. I'm not going there to get rich on one card. So I was happy with all the purchases.
1: So would you say, cause I mean, I know a lot of guys wanted to know like any suggestions we have for them going to card shows that you are going to get a better deal. Typically speaking towards the end of like the yes. main day or the so, last day or something. Do you remember
0: Friday, the first day, Friday, it didn't even open till the public at three, five or six o'clock on Friday. We were close on a couple deals and pretty much every, almost everybody word for word. Hey man, Friday afternoon, I wouldn't do a thousand. Sunday afternoon, I might take a thousand. Yeah, but a lot of, and I don't blame them. The show's just
1: starting. Um, the other thing I noticed was well, they have a uh, nice bar set up in there. Um, yeah, I've never, s-
0: I don't know if Chicago there is, does that there either.
1: was a number of guys walking around with drinks and uh, beers. I would say Michael Sampson bought us towards- around, which yeah, was very kind. very very nice gentleman. Um, but maybe maybe wait till the end of the day. When those guys have had a couple, then go up to them and start talking to them. That's just you my take, that's just my suggestion. I'm not I'm not taking advantage. Height,
0: what's the average height of that? couple? Oh yeah, my first, goodness! It felt, the, good.
1: It felt the good. The first to be ten among my people, people we
0: met. So the guys from my slabs were there. Matthew and David, well over six feet. Some dude named Frankenstein cards I never heard of was like, I don't know six. I will six.
1: say it was weird with so many guys being taller than me. Yeah, like it that's was strange. Unusual for me.
0: I take solace in the fact that I know. I could just I could just snap all guys in half. So it doesn't. No. Um,
1: <laughs> that, well, wait, 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 wait! Before you go closer. on, before you go on, there is one other Tua that you got. Oh, there it I is. I feel terrible. I forgot the guy's name. I did Listener too.
0: came. for some very about kind guy Kevin, but I don't know who it was. Came up to us. Fan of the show. Super nice guy. um, He said, "Hey, my wife listens to the show too." His cool. wife. People. A number of women <laughs> listeners. I know.
1: By the way, it's weird.
0: Uh, and he's like, she knew you were chasing Tua. He gave me a CSG 9 graded Tua prism. He's like, she wanted you to have this. I thought that was like the, honestly, that was the coolest thing to happened to me. Having people Very come cool. up and know who you are and want to talk about the show. Uh, there were also a number, I, uh, by the way, I'm sorry, I forgot the dude's name. I, I had it written down. I don't know why I don't remember it. Totally my fault. The other thing I thought was awesome how many guys have we have come up to us and be like, hey, we got back into hobby just because we listened to the show? Yes. Yeah. And then the one kid who thought he lost $700 thought he got – he had to contact security. thought it got stolen. just oh, got yeah. put in the wrong case. He, yeah, he got his stuff exactly. back.
1: Um, we say, met a bunch oh, of that's guys. that's the other thing. It was very safe up there. If anybody's concerned about that, there's a lot of security, but no stories of anyone actually being like taken or anything like yep. that. So,
0: so here were some of the cooler things. I, I'll just recap a few. Again, we met so many people. I wish we could remember everybody. We can't. I, I just, I, that one guy, John was John, the nicest guy in the the, world. We saw him at the show. He was unbelievably kind. Then we saw him. We were leaving to to start our drive back on Sunday at like seven in the morning. He was like smiling, genuinely happy. John, my hat's off to you.
1: Before you go out past John, John, you messaged me the selfie that you and I took. Yes, I cannot find it. I can't find it. It's like it's disappeared in my thing. Send me the selfie again. I wanted to, to see it. And I I never responded to you. I feel like a jerk. I I was getting off plane at the plane. You responded to How do you not respond to me? I was on this going to. Earth? I honestly, I went back later thinking, oh yeah, I've got to do it. And it was right, here there. was here was
0: another guy we met, Gregory, uh, Greg Wilson. Now Greg had a cool thing. He wanted a Luca PSA nine, so he just shopped it around everywhere. Like he was looking at every table. He would go and ask. He was very persistent. He ended up getting it for three hundred bucks, which is a very good deal. Mm-hmm. But he said the same thing. He's like, man, I'm trying to find like one card I can identify the price of at these tables. If they're super high, he wasn't wasting his time. So he just kind of was, you know, and that's what I do. If I know a card's $100 and I ask you how much that card is, you say 150 or something stupid. I don't waste a ton of time at the table. So so he was able to grab that. I think he traded up. Um, we met Jeff. I didn't catch Jeff's last name. So Jeff is the guy who sold the 8 5, 10 championship contenders Brady Auto for $1.7 I oh, met this boy. guy and I was like, and Jeff was like the most Wait, humble. Wait, I
1: wasn't around when that happened. You weren't. Happened. We you okay. were, like,
0: sleeping until noon that day. Listen. So Jeff was like, so here was here's what's crazy about a card show. Mm-hmm. Je- and not that Jeff was, like, a slob by any means. Very well-dressed guy, super humble, like, just came up to talk, fan of the show, super nice guy. And a guy like that had literally sold a card for almost $2 million. Like, there is so much money in that room from unsuspecting. Now, granted, there's some loud morons, and we, we saw plenty of those guys, too. But there are so many guys like Jeff in this hobby that have made, like, a ton of money and are just mm-hmm. super chill. I think yeah. he said he paid, like, I it was for sure under 10 grand years ago when he bought it. Like, how do you that's, I, that's, that was like one kind of the of I'm hard Brady to guy comprehend. Yeah, I'm a Brady guy. That was like the coolest moment for me. Like talking to the guy who sold it for
1: 1.7. Speaking of Brady, we gotta talk about how you couldn't find any Brady's. Well, we just very
0: uh, few Brady's and the guys who had them were not budging on price. Don't blame them. Um, so we talked to Steve Lohr, who had that crazy box of MJ autos. Insane uh nelson though nelson's the guy i bought the steve young from which was cool steve Young from from the 2001 sign of the times nelson just starts showing pictures of his mj collection has 160 bulls uniform mjs i think and some of them are savage Uh, again super nice guy um i don't know we met a whole bunch of guys last thing about the show i thought was crazy more with the vendors i don't even think we talked to many customers or just like attendance attendees about it the yeah. amount of card vendors so guys who are really in the hobby like super oh derek williams too by the way my buddy derek who i've known for years um uncomfortably tall derek had a picture on his shirt of a picture of a shirt of him i thought it was great. <laughs> derek's a funny i've known derek a couple years derek's good people oh yeah um but the amount of guys vendors guys really in the hobby who are into crypto is weird oh every yeah every vendor in the hobby is into crypto
1: what was that like, one polka dot that they made so much money
0: on or something yeah yeah
1: i mean but yeah they they made it and then they put it all in the cards Yep. Two things that are both hurting today. I don't. We just got a question,
0: by the way. Warren Perry, who's a good dude. He's got some crazy bird stuff. Do you th- still think Jameson has his best? Has the best hair in the game? No. Oh. Now that you've seen it in public, fellas, I only showed this Friday. <laughs> I wore the hat the rest of the time. Not even. Not even a contest. So, anyways, overall, good show. I thought it was a great show for you to go and like get your first show experience. Really cool crowd.
1: Absolutely. Uh, for all the guys who came up to me while well, Mike wasn't there, I'm not as good with names, but you know who you are. You're. All, uh, it was great. Two to three hundred people came around and they were like, Oh, yeah, I saw Mike the other day, but I was wanting to get my selfie with you when I saw you next. I was like, Yep, that just felt good. The fact they didn't want yours was really, I didn't care about they wanted mine, they just didn't want yours. That felt really good, so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was a great time. We I, honestly, I, I figured between 250 and 300 guys from the show just came up, which I thought was awesome, so very cool. Um, uh, yeah, all right, let's talk some basketball. Obviously, it was a big weekend. I don't even have my show notes open today. I was literally just going off the, the notes Dude, from the card. I, show. I don't think you need,
1: there's not much on there. I think we're good. We're
0: done. it yeah. up. Yeah. Yep. All right. Hall so the playoff, playoffs are decided. Hall of Fame happened this weekend. So Kobe, honestly, the only note I'm going to tell you about the Hall of Fame from this weekend is we're going to talk about it Thursday. I want to see what note. Indy finds for pricing. I want to see what the price bump is. Already on the on the show note today, by the way, I asked for like mailbag questions. Two or three people. Where's the bump in Hall of Fame value? It happened two days ago. How many Kobe, Durant, and Garnett cards have sold? Yep. I, I, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. If you're looking for every card you buy to just instantly triple, I don't know. Some cards don't go up in value. I'm don't. I'm not i not going to sit here and claim to bat 100%. I think I do better than most with my statistics of my odds of making money in this thing. And i like to see on Thursday, that's when I'll talk about it. If there's no bump on any of those guys by Thursday, I'd be a little surprised. I'm also going to follow up the week after when we're in the midst of the playoffs because I think we're going to see a little bit of growth on all of those. So... That's it. And he's gonna do research between now and then. Okay. They also announced the other guys though. There were a few names. I don't I don't care about most of them.
1: Um Kuk- I don't think Ku Coach, I think we talked about this earlier. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think he was he's in, but I think he is now. Like he is now gonna be of the class of twenty twenty one. It says Ku Coach is a member of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fames class of twenty twenty-one. Oh, well there you go. He was not on that list, but I went back and counted and there was only eight people on that list, but there Kukoc was supposed was to be missing. nine. Yeah. Okay. So, like, Coach is a guy. He's not an all time great by any means,
0: and his European career helped as much as anything, I'm sure. But won championships with the Bulls, with the dynasty in Chicago. Like, if you're a Chicago guy, I that's think that's all I see, know him
1: from. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I-, I think there's a number of guys who would want to go out and get that card. I don't think his market's going to be huge, but I think, especially in certain groups, he'll be a nice it'll be a much more sought-after card now that he's a Hall of Famer. And I think he is the exact same as Ben Wallace. I don't think Ben Wallace is an all-time great, but Ben Wallace was a part of a great team. They only won one championship. But that Detroit team in the 2000s, late 90s, early, probably early 2000s, but that, like him, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshaun Prince, very good team in the East for years. Won a championship, unbelievable defensive center. I don't think his market's going to all of a sudden be off the hook and like uncontrollable. But I think plenty of Detroit fans are like, hey, I want a Ben Wallace rookie now. He's enshrined. I want him. But to me, there were the two big ones. So it was, excuse me, the three big. So Pierce, Bosch, and Weber. Um, I think most suspected Pierce was a lock. More suspected Bosch was going to get in than than not. And then Weber, it was like 50-50. Even Simmons wasn't sure when he was on the show. I think those are the three. In in order though, I think Weber will see the biggest spike in price from this because he was the least expected to go. So even he's a guy I, I think we'll do like a one month thing from today, two or three weeks to even a month from now. What do his prices do? I think it'll I, I think there's a jump in his price. So are we gonna Weber talk about a, this
1: next episode at all? Or are you gonna we wait? we can
0: check next episode too. Those three guys in particular. Okay. Um, you know, Bosch is another guy just largely forgotten, crazy overshadowed because of that class. Um, you know, came up with Wade, Carmelo, LeBron but hall of famer now i mean again not an all-time great by any means
1: who's jay Wright? jay Wright, coach oh yeah coach
0: yeah i mean, oh that was the other thing though i thought was just an interesting note bill russell was inducted as a coach obviously already in a
1: player Our boss
0: yeah bill russell he was oh. the f- first african-american coach i'm pretty sure Boston just kind of adds to the legacy of him yeah and he was a player coach at the end too you know just kind of like another notch in the belt for him. Like he's already super sought after, crazy high end guy. But the three we'll focus on, maybe even as early as Thursday: Pierce, Bosch, and Weber. We'll see what those guys do. Sounds uh, like a plan. I don't think if if
1: Eddie, if about- nothing
0: else, they're safe investments. I'm not telling you they're going to spike, but guys who just got inducted, if you can buy them now when there's a dip across the market, not a bad thing.
1: Any uh, anything in the playoffs that you found surprising, uh, as far as how man? It's so I was up?
0: so I was super tuned out. So give me the. I don't have the standings in front of me. Give me the. All right.
1: So Eastern Conference, you got 76ers, Nets, Bucks. I'm sorry, here's, what, who's, here's who's playing who. 76ers the, I, are the first position. Right, so you got to give
0: me the 7, 8, 9, 10 first.
1: Oh, okay. Because you get to play-in Celtics, starting tomorrow. Celtics, Wizards. The, the Wizards? Pacers, I tell you, Hornets.
0: Talk about a weird thing for the Celtics. Uh, Jalen Brown's gone. Yeah. I would not be shocked to see the Wizards. I kind of want to see it too. I, I I would not hate to see Russ... Either way, I want the Celtics and the Wizards. That's the two teams in the playoffs. I would love to see Russ and get in the playoffs. They can score so ridiculously that I just think they would give... They would actually be a tough matchup for Philly. I think they'd win a game or two. They're not beating them, but I think that's a tough matchup. Um,
1: you don't see... You see Wizards being able to come back and beat either Pacers or Hornets? So if they beat the Celtics,
0: they're locked in as the seven? All right, here you go. You, well, know the, we're gonna get, you don't... I thought we're getting you wanted Celtics in. Take a breath. We're getting Ronick on here, too. We're doing sports cards nonsense... Play in round, pick
1: them. Producer edition.
0: Producer edition. And then Jesse's here for some reason. Yeah. I'm going Wizards beat the Celtics, lock up the seven. Celtics beat the Hornets and lock up the eight.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. So I'm going
0: Wizards, Celtics, seven, eight. Ronick, bring that wisdom on here. Uh, I like the Wizards also. I I think... um... You never know when Beal is just going to drop fifty
1: or sixty, so I'll, I'll give him that. Thank you. Then I, I kind of like the Hornets, uh, just because the Celtics are missing, missing Brown, who I think is really important. Everyone hates the Celtics.
0: You're going Wiz Hornets.
1: Yes, that's my pick.
0: I like it. All right, so we both got the Wizards, Hornets, so, Jesse. Who are you going? This is the one people want to hear. This is the one. Here, this clearly. is the one that
1: I'm often right about. Okay, so I don't want to hear it. So obviously we were right about the Chiefs. Hey, we
0: were right about the Chiefs and the Bucks, and we put, took the Bucks. And we even called Gronkowski great game, so undefeated,
1: (laughs) untied. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the opposite stance. I'm going to say Celtics-Wizards 7-8. So Celtics
0: beat the Wizards to clinch the 7, and then Wizards beat whoever to get the 8. Yes. Okay. If I'm going in, in a perfect world, as a Celtics fan, I would like to see them go in eight. I don't think they're beating anybody anyways, but if you're certainly not beating Brooklyn. If they went in as the eight seed, and it's because I'm so biased anyways against Philly, I actually think Boston-Philly's a decent series. I think Washington-Philly's a decent... Until I see Philly really win games in the playoffs, I just... I always have this weird... Which is... They'll probably come out this year and go unbelievable. Like, just dominant. But
1: here's like, the thing. you say, You say that, but you've often been right, especially when it comes to, like, quarterbacks. Like, in the NFL, I think you've been right about that, too. I think... A lot of times I've thought, like, what is this guy talking about? Just because they're all of a sudden in what they call the playoffs versus regular season, somehow they it changes. It. But you're right. Well, I'm just saying, like, oh, the it's pressure. just a name change. For it's, sure. Just, but yeah, it, you're right. The The pressure definitely seems to get to him.
0: I don't want to break down the rest of this stuff. We'll do that on Thursday. Uh, I would say this, though short end of the stick, Milwaukee. You got to play the Heat first round, best case scenario, you're then playing. So you got to go through Heat, which is a savage matchup. Then you probably got to play Brooklyn, and then you're probably going to play Philly. Giannis, I just bought your cards, buddy. So if you're a Giannis guy like me, I will be selling Giannis as soon as it looks like they're beating the Heat. Like if they're up three to one in the series, I'm probably selling about then. So in the next two weeks, I'm probably moving the three or four Giannis cards I have. We'll talk about the other guys later, but there you go.
1: We're not going to go, not Western Conference, at least. We're going the, to the West. Yeah,
0: we'll do the okay, West. I want to okay. do the play in game there as well. So
1: All right. So Lakers, Warriors, Grizzly, Spurs. Lakers, right?
0: Honestly, I just have this strange feeling. And it's LeBron's on. back. Yeah, I know. Steph Curry. This is the type of game Curry's going to drop. I think this game. Can you see the, when the game is? It tomorrow or is it Wednesday?
1: Uh, let me see if it shows. Well, you're
0: looking that up. I'm going to go. I think. I, I do. I think the. I think Curry is going to have one of these crazy games where he throws up 60 points or something or just something ridiculous. 58 points. I think the. I think the Warriors are going to beat the Lakers. Then I think the Lakers beat the Grizz. I think Grizzlies beat the Spurs. Lakers beat the Grizz. So I think your seventh seed going in is Golden State, who plays Phoenix, which is not a pushover series of Phoenix. And I think the Lakers beat the Jazz. I think we see 8-1 upset.
1: What's the game? That game's Wednesday at 9 p.m. How do I watch these games? I actually want to watch. Quite a bit on TNT and ABC usually. Um, I don't have cable. All right, I'll figure it out. So the
0: Grizzlies, I mean, it'd be nice if the Grizzlies made the playoffs for the Jazz stuff. That's really when it comes, you know. I, I just can't see them getting through the Lakers because they got to win t- two games. So first, you got to beat the Spurs. Should, they, they should beat the Spurs, but then you got to beat Lakers Warriors. I, I I'd like to see it happen. I think they have a much better chance of beating the of beating the Warriors than the Lakers, obviously. But um, only thing I'll say again, we're not going to break down all the matchups out west. Brutal for the Mavericks. Mavericks got to play the Clippers again. Time for time for Luka to shine, but that's a brutal matchup. So let's get Ronick back. I'm going Warriors seven, Lakers eight. Ronick. Yeah, I'm gonna have the same two teams as you, but in reverse order because Oh, you're go okay. You're keeping the order. I don't think that the the Warriors can beat the Lakers. Their their defense is just too too good. And then uh yesterday we saw the the Grizzlies play the Warriors and right. they got kind of outclassed. So I'll pick the Warriors. I know. I hate that. I wish there was a way Jack could sneak in. Jesse,
1: I actually agree. I was gonna. That was You're already going Lakers Warriors. Yep. Okay,
0: so I'm the only. Di- the only difference there, I got the Warriors over the Lakers.
1: Look at us. Look at us all having fun together. I'm telling you. We should. Uh, go as out far as
0: hobby indications, the rest of it, like I said, we'll talk about it. I like Denver's matchup. I, I like Joker even better now. I thought they might. I don't. I, I like their matchup against the Mavs. I didn't love it. I hated if they had to play the Clippers early. The fact that they're playing, you know, the Trailblazers, I'm good with that. Lillard's yeah. gonna go nuts and have an unbelievable series. I never buy the Lillard hype in the playoffs. I just don't think he gets it done. Not because of him. I don't think the team's good enough. So I like Joker. So just off the bat, that would be my one thing out West. I like Joker stuff, at least in the second round. It's probably when I'll start looking to sell. Who do they have to play? A lot depends on what happens with the one-two.
1: You still like in Mitchell? You still think he's underrated?
0: Yes, I like him. I think his price is underrated. If you get stuck playing, I think they could beat anybody else of the 7, 8, 9, 10. I don't think they could beat the Lakers. I don't even think it'd be close. So if the Lakers beat the Warriors, that's the best thing that could happen for Mitchell because then he avoids him first round.
1: How many playoffs have the... Do you know how, how many playoffs uh, Mitchell's been to? Does he perform well historically?
0: I mean, last year they played the uh, uh. the Nuggets last year. Him and Jamal Murray won an unbelievable score fest back and forth. He played great. He was clutch. He was awesome. That might be the first year they made the playoffs. It just makes me wonder,
1: you know, if he can perform well in the playoffs. And I mean, they've done obviously they've done very well this season. So Rudy Gobert's playing good. You know, I'm just saying for investment purposes, card purposes, maybe it is time to grab a few.
0: Yeah. And then I think that's what we'll talk about Thursday too, like some playoff sleeper guys. Um, You know, like I talked about Derek Rose last week with Simmons. I still like Derek Rose. I think they could beat the Hawks. We'll kind of do that. We'll see the matchup. See what's what we're not going to spend a ton more time on this. So there you go. I had one show note or one card note. On releases. So Wednesday this week, 2021, uh, NBA contenders releases. So the LaMelo class, uh, I'll be honest. I like it. This is a very boring take. Like always, I wouldn't be buying these cases to sit on them and hold. I think it's going to hold decent value. You know, you've got your, your cracked dice, your numbered autos, you get two autos a box. Um, I think it's a good product to break. I think you find your team, you go at it that way. Singles will hold strong for a decent amount of time. Pro uniforms. You know, you get some decent vet autos there too. And the big rookies are going to sell. But this is not a product that I would get and be like, hey, I'm going to sit on this for five years. I'm not, I I would put the money elsewhere. But I would buy into it on Wednesday, buy into breaks, do whatever you want to do there. Um, Even personal boxes. I'm not sure what the price point is. But I think to me, this is more of a breaking product than anything. So there you go. Um, we got a ton of questions. I just posted the Facebook thing. I can't
1: believe how many <laughs> comments I'm ri- and questions. <laughs> do you mind if you came- I just rip through some of these real fast? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Go right ahead. Okay. Thoughts what on Clay
0: Thompson do? after two nasty injuries. Give
1: the name. If this you're is Corey
0: Maine. Uh, I'd buy Clay in the off season, depending on how his rehab looks. Yeah. See what it is. Matt Unger, best time to sell Harden and Durant. I'm waiting until the finals. Harden, Durant, Kyrie. I'm waiting until the finals. I, I think they're going to win. I, I actually think the team's winning it all. So I do think they're going to win. Um you know, then Nicholas and a couple other guys had the same question, is it time to sell? We're not seeing any bump because of the playoffs. Okay, playoffs haven't happened yet. Same thing with the Hall of Fame guys. We haven't seen a big bump. I mean, stuff wasn't going to go up the next day. It, it, our our whole thing on on the show last week was we're going to see more attention in the sport because Hall of Fame classes, play-in round, playoffs start. It's more of a we got a couple documentaries coming up. So yeah, if you want to just sell, I mean just sell, but I'm not I'm not selling. I'm still holding until I see some spikes in some of this.
1: Well, I um, think there's a lot of like the one of the reasons we have so many comments is the thing is because everybody is perceiving a bad market not just for cards but for everything. They want it if they can't make money in the stock market and they can't make money in crypto because both of those things are down right now, they could go to the card market and yet they're seeing, "Oh, I can't make as much as I could a few months ago." So, I think it's just a little worry, but this happens in a good functioning market you have to have corrections with the ups yeah yeah i mean look at what's happening with crypto
0: which i think correlates more now than i even thought it did after hearing guys talk like ethereum's down right now yeah the floor is still higher than it was a week ago much higher than it was a week ago i think that's the same thing we're seeing um you know james said the same thing kobe prices continue to tank nothing has kobe prices have not gone down in the last couple days they have not spiked from the hall of fame yet i don't think they've tanked if you do that's fine. If you disagree and you think they have, then sell them. I would not sell Kobe stuff at a loss right now. I would wait to see the spike we see from the Hall of Fame and from the playoffs and from a market that has its attention turned back to it now. Because I think crypto has taken a lot of attention away.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it is yeah, interesting it's... how correlated those seem to be right now. Yeah,
0: more than we ever thought. So, yeah, interesting. A um, couple questions about golf with uh, upper deck, the releases they had. If you've looked at the secondary market on the golf products, I think Artifacts came out last week. Crazy hot. So I, there was at I least
1: one or two guys at the card show who said they felt golf and Formula One were like next two big formula things.
0: formula one. Yeah, guys were really high on. Yeah, that was interesting. So uh, how soon after you send a card to a consigner, does it actually get posted on eBay? I think PC sports cards is about two weeks out, if I'm not mistaken. And then Matt Sellers, five star cards. I think Matt is only a week out and you can actually pick your start time with him. He does raw and graded PC, just does graded with new stuff. Send it right away. Brand new product. It almost is always higher release day than it will be three weeks from then. Except for stuff that's a low number that'll hold. Send it in quick. Um, Here was one too from Frankie. Said the card market's in a lull. You mentioned people are buying into crypto, which I think even more so now. Crypto in general or the NFT surge? I think the NFT thing, if anything, has slumped harder than the card market or crypto.
1: But you're more in that world. What do you... Well, I was gonna say I, I think when we recorded last week, uh I said it was like five hundred or just a little under five hundred. It's it's further down than that. It's now my at least I'm saying in general for pe- people who didn't hear it, my overall uh value of my portfolio in tops digital was like seventeen hundred. It has now dropped all the way down as of today, four hundred and seventy-three dollars. Yeah. So top shot
0: and topshot's been taking oh, quite top a too.
1: Yeah, those cards right now are, are those moments, I should say, are worth like, I think the highest is maybe $7 or something. Like, of yours, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, there was also, so a couple of people had sent us the article, and then some people asked in the mailbag, anyways, about the lawsuit against Top Shot and Dapper Labs. I have no idea about it yet. We read the article, Mean You, briefly. It wasn't super detailed. Maybe by Thursday, there's some developments. I don't know if this is a one off thing, though.
1: It did talk about like how people uh, weren't able to get their money out, which. Hey, I'm right there with you, buddy.
0: Yeah, which, again, I'm not sure if this is a whole thing that's going to come anywhere or if somebody's trying to get some attention. I, I really don't know. So the other mailbag question It didn't about seem that.
1: to be a class action, which would just mean like a lot of people involved. Right. It sounded like just one guy.
0: Yep. Uh, We got Aaron and Brittany, husband and wife, question. Uh, Non-playoff NBA guys, will they continue to get lower in the offseason? And generally, yes, although you're going to see a couple guys who will spike for no reason, just like we saw in baseball and football. Certain guys have spiked in the offseason because you got that fear of missing out type thing. So rather than guys wait and then drop, it's like, oh, hey, they're a little bit lower. Let's buy them now and things will spike. Um, And they also want to know, would you be wearing a shirt today?
1: Uh, I I wore a shirt the whole time. And pants. Only because I had to, but still, I wore it. Yep, I was was proud of you. I didn't want to.
0: Yep, I was very proud of you. Uh, a lot of questions, too, about the junk wax era thing. You know, I, I still think that's being overblown. Wax pricing is so crazy high, and singles are, too, by and large. I don't know. I mean, DJ from from Panini was here last week. It makes a valid point. And, and people argued with this point, too. He said, you know, 20 years ago, you had four brands manufacturing cards. Now there's just one for football and basketball. I, actually, I don't think Panini's printing anywhere near as much as, as the combined forces were 10 to 20 years ago. I could be wrong. I mean, I know there's a lot of different skews, but as a breaker in the game with allocations and seeing like the amount of cases on the resale market, it's not like there's just cases flooding everywhere.
1: So I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, I, Hey, real quick, back to the whole Dapper Labs NBA top shot thing. So I hadn't, well, I hadn't checked to try and withdraw funds because I've just kind of given up on it for the most part, but it's been at least a, probably three, four weeks since I last checked. Went in there now. Not only can I not withdraw my funds, it doesn't even give me the option. The withdraw balance is grayed out; cannot uh, even select it if I wanted to. So, interesting. But, but conveniently enough, right below it, I can easily still add funds, but I could never get those that money out. Is this a Ponzi scheme? Is that what <laughs> well, is that what's happening here? You're gonna make people angry. It's okay. I know. I it could be fine, guys. I just I don't like that I can't take my money. That's all. Yeah. We'll do a few more than I'm done. Short show. I got to get
0: back to cleaning up my dogs. Uh, <laughs> Noah on Facebook, why are you so high on Prism when it seems 75% of the cards I see are poorly centered? I don't see how anybody can justify the price. Uh, well, first of all, just by, that's why almost all of our recommends are graded Prism. You don't have to worry about condition that way. Um, and if 75% are off-centered, great. It's being mass-produced, but that many are not going to gem? Yeah, that's I don't good. know where he's getting that number. I have no idea. I. I that,
1: that's a real number.
0: It could be. I don't know. Um, Brian, are you still holding UFC Prism? UFC Prism is still selling incredible on the secondary market and sealed wax. Like just a weird, weird amount of money in that in that product, despite what we saw up here.
1: So. Why are you buying Aaron Judge cards from Rob Ferris?
0: Ferris is my boy. Ferris is a Yankees fan. why he wants to know. Ferris also thinks Gretzky is a greater team athlete than Brady. So he's obviously skewed. Because uh, it's a good, <laughs> yeah, Rob knows it's a good buy. Judge stuff is cheap. And they start getting hype around there. It's going to get, it's going to get there. Um, Another question we saw from three or four different people, you know, love to get in the thing, still impossible to sell. I've said this so many times before, and I I just, I don't get it. If you are having a difficult time selling cards, right? And they're like, man, I'm even trying to move stuff at 80% of comps. Send your cards to an eBay consigner. That's true. You don't have to do anything. They get way more views than you are ever gonna get on your own personal email, because they have hundreds of thousands of feedback, and they promote their listings. Guys will fight on this all the time, though. I brought up this point on Twitter yesterday, too, when the guy snapped back with, oh, all I'm going to get is refunds and returns. If you use a consigner, you're not getting anything. You're getting paid and you're done. I don't, there's just such this made-up thing that you can't sell stuff on eBay still. I don't sell a lot on eBay because I sell on socials, but I also recognize I have a bit of a bigger platform. It's a little different. But if you're having trouble, just consign the cards. I never, you know, well, on low-end cards, I'm paying more in fees. Yeah, 2%. Brutal. Is your time not worth anything? And if you're consigning big stuff, four-figure cards, you're going to pay less to the consigner than you're going to pay on your own.
1: I don't... I agree.
0: I just don't get it. If you're having that much trouble, then just go with a with a proven means of doing it.
1: Where could that, they find some consigners, Mike? Yeah,
0: SportsCardsNonsense.com under our card services. Both of our consignment options are listed there. And yes, it's good for us to promote them because they pay us. Fantastic. It also is just a logical step. I would do that before I would start selling stuff at seventy percent of comps. I, well, and it's also I because it.
1: we've used them and we like they're actually trusted. Like we know from other guys who use them that they're happy yeah. with the situation. It's it works out. Everybody wins.
0: Yeah, Michael Murray's got a good question. Seems like everybody in the hobby, which includes me and you, is waiting for the playoffs to sell. Who's going to be buying? You know, here's again where there's just such a huge disconnect from social to the real world and eBay buyers and, and the international market. So many guys are buying in the playoffs. So many guys are buying every day all across the board. I just think there's different pockets that coexist in the same space. And sometimes it can feel like that. Man, everybody's just holding to sell then. Who's actually going to buy? 50,000 people we've never heard of who have never heard of the show or the Facebook group and are not on social media. That's who's buying. I I, I just think there's no shortage of buying. Um, trends we saw in Wisconsin that could be useful. I think we saw this. Um, the one trend, too, I do think is going to be... Um, I still think we're going to see SGC start to get more popular. That was
1: one thing we saw at the that show. That was the first thing I thought of, yeah. Yeah,
0: I do think we're going to start to see some of that. David Owens from My Slabs. important question. Did Jesse flip that Otani into a LeBron exquisite yet?
1: <sighs> so close. This close, buddy. He is. My fingers are really close to go He is
0: very, <laughs> you're very close. <laughs> show So um, Barry Car- uh, Craver, how did the show differ from others we've seen, like before the p- pandemic spike? Very similar,
1: actually. I I will say, what traffic was good. I mean, it. We were wearing masks generally the whole time. It was there's not a, not the not that people were being reckless, but there were not a lot of masks being worn. It felt like I felt like it was pre-COVID days. Honestly, it it didn't seem like anybody was too concerned.
0: Yeah, pretty. But, and I think the CDC had, and the CDC had announced. Yeah, Friday they, had they on the, just on the announced. Flight, yeah, if you're vaccinated and you're you do not need to wear a mask in public. We still did but I think that affected a lot of people. Um, Daniel, that's the hard, hardest list of hardest autographs to obtain. I'm at One thing I was trying to find was I was trying to find Brady. Super difficult. I also really was hoping to find some memorabilia. There was very, not a lot of memorabilia or wax. It was mostly a singles show because um, I really wanted to find a nice Wilt Bill Russell dual auto. Um, that stuff was hard to find. Um, there was a lot of stuff there, though. I just, you know, by the way, you guys in the, in the, Comment. We we love the comments and questions. We'll try to answer them just in the Facebook group. If it's like nine paragraphs, it's hard to read on the show. I don't, you know, (laughs) sorry. Um, I like Micah's question, though. We'll end with Richard Simmons' thing. Is Trey Young still the biggest straight cash homie in SCN history? (laughs) I don't know. I'm still down on Trey. I still think the Knicks are beating him. I would sell Trey Young right now going to the playoffs because Trey Young was moving. There were quite a few guys selling Trey Young and buying Trey Young. Uh, And it's up a little bit since we talked about it a week or two ago on the show with Simmons last week. I'd sell Trey Young right now because that's a guy we'll do a lot more of this on Thursday. I don't think he's winning the playoff series, so I would wait for him to go off for forty and sell him the next day. Kind of like Luca with the Clippers last year. I think you'll see plenty of those. So, uh, hey, anything else jump out to you?
1: No, I mean I think we've covered the highlights. I do think that the amount of Pokemon cards in UFC card or not UFC but um, Magic the Gathering and WWE and Marvel, like all the non-sports cards, there were a lot more than I actually thought there was going to be of that kind of stuff. Um, I'm interested to kind of look. Now, granted, this is more of my realm of straight cash homie picks, but I'm interested to see what those markets are doing in comparison to the sports cards market, just because obviously they they do coincide if you're going to sports card shows, and they're also those cards there. We, we saw that saw- one. Remember that Thanos? The I did. Yes. And I also saw the Alicia Alicia Silverstone card signed, you know, Alicia. So clueless that. Did you get that card? I almost got it. Three hundred dollars. Goodbye. That's my straight cash on me of the day. People give them the Alicia give them the Silverstone. Up. You know what I was disappointed with? Biggest letdown of the show. Nobody. I had a number of people
0: say, oh, we were going to ask him to say it, but we felt bad. Next time you see us at a show, you make the bad. big fella say, I pay him so much money and I don't know what else he's doing. That's not a fa- that's the, not a knock on you. That is a compliment no, to you. No, that's fair. I that's a compliment that you can do very little and get paid very well. So that's a really but make him say it next time. So many people are like, Oh, dude,
1: we are gonna say it. But we don't want to make him I'll do it. I'll do it. Go ahead and get your voicemails ready. Go ahead and do get it to because I'm gonna I'm gonna give the picks mail. again at
0: the end. We're ending with this. Straight cash homie. That was one of my better ones you lately. You could have heard that in person. Straight God cash only guys. for the week. Again, just recapping what we did at the show. Uh, 2017 tops, PSA 10 papers, The just a flagship. Judge and Bellinger, I would buy both of them for under 120 bucks right now. I, I just think they're both gonna be relevant at the end of the year. Tua base prism for 30 bucks. Inspect them because they're raw. You gotta be careful. I like those. I like graded mosaic PSA 10. There's a bunch of different colors. If you can get those Tua stuff in the 220 to 240 range, I think those are good buys. Uh, if you can find that triple, that LeBron Carmelo Wade card as a 9-5, like I said, under 3,500, I think is a good buy from 03 Flair Tradition.
1: I like all those. I would also make sure you're buying an SGC 10 Tatis card for anything over $95. If
0: any, okay, here's what we're going to do.
1: <laughs> we're going to really milk this investment. I, Anybody
0: wants to buy that. I, I need to flip include, it into a LeBron. Jesse will include a shirt. <laughs> And or a a sticker shirt. for the show.
1: i include the shirt I didn't wear
0: the other day. 150 bucks. We're really going to pump. This is really gonna NFT, take, baby. <laughs> really going to take advantage of our audience here.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, they love that.
0: Yeah, Thursday, we're going to break down way more playoff stuff. We have Nat Turner, right? Or no?
1: Uh, yeah, Nat we're Turner. Talk teasing that. This Thursday.
0: I, the yeah, Nat Turner that should have piece. been a bigger tease. <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing. It's going to be a small piece of the show. I'm, I'm really trying to cut down the interview time. I, I have more fun just bantering with you. And I, I don't know if people I, like that or not, but I don't care.
1: Well, um, let's just admit, this episode was less banter. It wasn't as jovial. But again, we've explained. Been we cleaning up a, dog crap for the past dog six crap hours. crap situation. So hard to be of, jovial when you're knee deep. Coming off a of vacation. We're going to be back at it full force. Nat Turner this Thursday. Are you? Okay. Should I just I, close it out? <laughs> you can close it out. Here's the deal. I want okay. one subject from you
0: on Thursday. Just re- I don't want to know what it is until you get on the show.
1: Just that sounds like a real risk you're playing. Like a but three
0: to three to five minute segment. I'll kick in some commentary, but it's just a you thing.
1: It's going to be called... Je-
0: Here we go. It's going to be called Jesse's Gem coming up on Thursday.
1: Side note, totally unrelated. If anyone wants to message me some really good ideas about... Side note, like a I don't want to do a Jesse's Gem <laughs> on Thursday. Side note. So yeah,
0: that was it. That was a little Wisconsin recap show. Uh, as I said last show, unless we have a big time relevant guest, like when Simmons comes back on, I, I'm hoping Chris Vernon will join us one of these weeks. If that's the case, we're going to lead off with a big-time sports story at the beginning. If not, we're going to just talk about cards. I'm sick of us trying to like impress the sports people. I was trying to do that for a while. Like, hey, we got to really well, back impress. Back when we
1: were going on the Ringer YouTube, but we realized they don't like us as much.
0: That's not a fit there, and that's fine. So I think we're really going to be more of a sports card show. So there you go. So we're going to compare picks. On Thursday, you and Ronick, you got Lakers, Warriors. I've got Warriors, Lakers, all the way around. And then I've got the Wiz
1: and the Celtics. He's got Wiz Hornets. Who do you have? Wizards? Who do you have? I had Wizards Celtics. I said Celtics are going to beat the Wizards, and then Wizards are going back to beat whoever Okay, so wins you've the got Pacers Hornets.
0: You've got Celtics Wizards. I've got yes. Wizards Celtics. Yes. Ronick has Wizards Hornets. He's got my Celtics out. There's a Boston bias right there, isn't he? in the playoffs.
1: Ronick, what's the deal, bro? We got you on the show. God, I- Ronick. I
0: I don't know if we had anything. Well, I mean, to that we question. brought him
1: live on the air. <laughs> he's 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 got a job no matter what we do. There
0: you go. That's your Monday show, Sports Cards Nonsense. Make sure you check out the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. It has all, has all of our card services there. That's a merchandise, some other crap. You want to look at that. Facebook group's great for questions. Thanks for the guys in the Facebook group today, too. Uh, that's crazy. We got like 75 questions in or 61 questions in like 10 minutes. So we tried Not to handle that. We'll be back Thursday with Nat Turner and NBA Playoff Talk. Thank you for listening. Catch you later.
1: Bye.